Welcome to True Paranormal, the podcast with your host, Leo Rizzuti. Every week we will explore such topics as ghosts, demons, poltergeist, haunted history, time shifts, cryptozoology, and other aspects of the paranormal through listener-submitted accounts, documentary studies, and interviews with the investigators that dedicate their lives to searching for proof of the unknown. So get a fresh cup of coffee, dim the lights, relax, and get ready for a short visit to the realm of the true paranormal. Hey guys, Leo Rizzuti here. Welcome to another episode of True Paranormal, the podcast. I want to start off the show by apologizing for the uh, absence of episodes that we have seen in the last few weeks. I've had a lot of, shall we say, technical difficulties and also some health difficulties going on, which kind of precluded me being able to record the show. I do have a bunch of interviews that I'm working on doing some editing on that we will share with you guys in the next couple of weeks. But again, we had some technical issues with those. So we have that to look forward to. But right now, we're going to get back to what we started off with and what we do best. And that is sharing your guys' stories. That's right. We have a fresh batch of stories that you guys have sent us. And we're going to share a few of those with you guys. So hope you're ready for that. Buckle up and let's get going. Our first story this evening comes to us from Ben and he has named it The Haunted Cottage. Okay, Ben, let's see what you sent to us. I grew up in a 200-year-old cottage in South Gloucestershire, Southwest England. My parents spent four years renovating the cottage to a livable state, as it had been empty for a few years. The last resident had been an old lady who, well, let's say, didn't do a whole lot in the way of keeping the place up. The original house only had two upstairs rooms. Both were bedrooms in which you had to pass through one to get to the other. My dad added a bathroom and another bedroom to the rear of the house. He also added a landing so each room could be accessed separately. Strange things started to happen once we moved in. My parents had one of the bedrooms at the front of the house. The other was the spare room for guests and I had the new bedroom to the rear of the house. Despite my bedroom being the newest part of the house, it seemed to be where most of the activity happened. You could hear whispers in there when no one was in the room. Sometimes there would be tapping and scratching coming from the walls, and more than once I had woken up in the middle of the night with the distinct impression that I was not alone in the room. In the mid-1980s, my grandparents came down from Yorkshire with my aunt, who had been living in America at the time. While they were there, my grandparents stayed in the spare bedroom, and my aunt stayed with me in my room, sleeping on the bottom part of my bunk bed. One night, after everyone had gone to bed, my aunt awoke to the sound of my bedroom door opening. Now. My door was the typical old cottage style with a latch where you have to press down on the outside of the door and a lever on the inner side goes up, allowing you to then push the door open. I say this to impress that this was not the kind of door that could somehow unlatch itself. 
or that could be simply blown open by a random breeze. The door opened and then slowly closed. My aunt called out, Hello, is anyone there? When she didn't get a reply, she put it down to simply a draft and went back to sleep. A little while later, she awoke to the bed, violently shaking. Naturally, she thought it was me playing games, and she asked me to stop. Suddenly realizing that I was fast asleep, she then called out, Whoever you are, just stop it. This then stopped the bed from shaking. I'm not sure if she slept after this, but I know it was many years before she would talk about it. Several years later, in the 1990s, she came to visit us again. I had since gotten one of the bigger bedrooms at the front of the house, and my aunt reluctantly had to use my old bedroom, which had since become the spare bedroom. She awoke in the middle of the night to find a lady in a bonnet at the bottom of her bed, staring at her. To this day, she still won't talk about it more than that, and I have never heard what else might have happened. Whoa, Ben, that's a very cool story. Uh, I know that in England, it seems like every small cottage and house on that island is haunted with something, and you guys ran smack into the middle of one that had some decent activity going on in it. Uh, I would originally think that the activity with the bed shaking and everything might have even been poltergeist activity, but a lot of the markers aren't really there. The only thing that would be there would be you there as, I would assume, a teenager at the time. Um, other than that, there's really not a whole lot of markers for poltergeist. So, sounds like a fairly simple haunting to me, and one that your aunt apparently caught the biggest brunt of. Uh, you um, didn't mention that there were any apparitions seen or anything like that uh, during the time before your aunt saw the old lady, so I have to assume that there wasn't, and maybe this was something that was an apparition that was tied into possibly the previous owner, although the time period doesn't seem quite right. So I say all that to say I'm not really sure what was going on in your house, but it sure sounds like you had something funky going on there, and it definitely sounds like you came away with some good stories, and maybe your aunt came away with something a little bit more than a good story, unfortunately. So I do appreciate you sharing that story with us, Ben, and if you uh, ever hear what happened in that house afterwards, definitely let us know. We'd love to hear if there's a part two to this. Thank you very much. Our next story of the evening comes to us from Brandy, and she has titled it, A Haunting in Korea. Okay, Brandy, we've had a couple of stories from Korea. This should be interesting. I came to South Korea to be with my husband, who is in the Army. I've been here for five months, and I have been living in my apartment for over four months. About two and a half months ago, I started getting the icy feeling like I was being watched. This went on with no happenings until 
last night. My husband is training in the field. I'm all alone in the house, and just like any other night, I got changed, went to bed, and called my husband. I got to sleep around 12.30 in the morning. I slept for about two hours when I started having a dream that I've had before. But instead of what normally happens in the dream, an unknown force was on my back with two handfuls of my hair holding me down. I woke up panicked to find that my head was in the position where, in my dream, this force had had my hair. I blew it off thinking that it was simply my imagination, and I fell back asleep a short time later. The dream resumed exactly where it had left off. This happened one more time before I decided to just stay awake. It was about five in the morning. Suddenly, I heard a Korean man's voice talking in my room. The voice was very deep, and I could not make out any words that I know. It sounded as if he were hissing the words. By this time, I was already terrified. A few minutes later, I started hearing knocking and my chairs in the kitchen being scooted around. This went on for about an hour. Then, it started scratching my walls. It started off soft and short at first. I ignored it until it got harder and louder and faster, increasing a lot in volume every time it started back up. Finally, I could not take it anymore. It felt like my heart was going to burst. It was beating so hard. I got up and turned on all the lights in the house. It stopped. I got dressed and looked around to find all my chairs moved. Little objects around my living room moved. And then I saw the scratch marks on the wall. It was about 6.30 in the morning when I left. I'm currently looking for another apartment. There is no way that I am going to stay there and let it keep getting worse and possibly more violent. Wow, Brandy, that was an absolutely terrifying account that you gave us. And I can't give you any explanation for what you experienced. It definitely sounds like you have something not necessarily friendly residing in the apartment with you. Um, I agree with you that it's probably a good idea for you to vacate the apartment before things escalate, especially if it escalated that quickly in one night. So doesn't sound like anything that's going to stop anytime soon. And definitely sounds like something that is not, as I said, on a friendly basis. So I do hope that you find a new place. Uh, in the meantime, if you need any help or if there is um, any questions that we can answer, feel free to contact us. We will definitely help you out as best we can. I don't know of any investigators personally in Korea, but I'm sure that we have some folks that if you need some help, we can network out there to them. So again, just stay in touch with us. Let us know how things are going. Hopefully you find a new apartment pretty quickly and 
hopefully the military doesn't give you guys too much of a runaround with having to move. I know that with myself being a Marine, the military will kind of throw up obstacles in your way if you need to move shortly after moving into one place without a really good reason. And unfortunately, haunting activity does not necessarily fall under their guidelines as far as a legitimate reason to move. But you also don't say in here if you guys are privately renting or if you're getting a subsidy from the military. So if you are privately renting, maybe it'll be a little bit easier. At any rate, I wish you the best of luck. And again, let us know how things turn out for you. We wish you all the best. Okay, our last story of the evening comes to us from Nicholas, and he has titled it, Attack on My Auditory Senses. Okay, Nicholas, let's hear about this attack. In 2003, I had a girlfriend who had just moved into a manufactured house. While we were not officially living together, I pretty much lived with her. As the weeks went by, she told me that she thought that the house was haunted, that she kept hearing noises and seeing things out of the corner of her eyes. I just chalked it up to her being an overly imaginative person. As more weeks went by, I started to believe what she was saying. The house just seemed like it was somehow active and alive with strange noises. I, too, was starting to hear these noises at night and seeing things in my peripheral vision, more so than I had ever experienced previously. But yet I was still skeptical until a series of three consecutive nights. It wasn't unusual for me to stay with her four and five nights in a row, but something was different about these three nights. We headed for bed around 10 p.m. on a Tuesday night. For some reason this night, I was having trouble sleeping, but my girl was asleep in minutes. At around 11, I began to hear a very faint but strange noise. It sounded as if someone was slamming a very big metal door shut and open and shut and open over and over again. You know, like one of those big dungeon doors from an old medieval castle, or possibly not unlike someone smashing a sledgehammer against a steel beam. Very strange, I thought, but very faint, as if in the distance. I tried to ignore it, but it wouldn't go away, and as the time was passing, it was slowly getting louder and louder, as if it were approaching me or something. About an hour passed, and I was relieved that it went away. I told my girlfriend about it the next morning, but she said that she hadn't heard anything. Wednesday evening, more of the same. We went to sleep around 10 p.m. again, and yet I still found it hard to sleep, and the noises persisted this night too, but it was noticeably louder than the night before. I even awoke my girlfriend to ask her if she could hear this strange sound, and she looked astonished. She couldn't hear anything and had no clue what I was talking about. I was thinking that I was starting to go crazy or something. It was strange, 
because the noise only persisted with my eyes closed and would slowly get louder and louder and then eventually dissipate within about an hour. I thought maybe it was all some weird kind of dream or something. I didn't really know what to think. Then came Thursday evening. As we were headed for bed, I became sort of apprehensive about trying to sleep. But I went along to bed anyways with my girl, around the same time as the night before. At first, I was relieved that this night seemed quiet. But then it started. This night, however, was different than the first two. The noise started significantly louder this time. The noise pierced my ears and was so loud that it made my whole head physically rattle every time it repeated itself. This time I opened my eyes, hoping it would stop like before, but this time the noise continued louder and louder, whether my eyes were open or closed. My ears began to hurt very intensely with each clash of metal. How could this be, I thought, and how could she still be sleeping? It's as loud as a freight train. Just when I thought that I couldn't take it anymore, the noise suddenly stopped. Then I looked up to the bedroom door and froze solid. What looked like a small human figure, actually more of a black mist type of thing, was standing in the doorway. Slowly, it seemed to dissipate. I woke my girlfriend and explained to her what happened. She looked at me like I was nuts. All that time, she had heard nothing. After this night, I never experienced anything like this again at her house. Something about those three nights was not right. I know a couple of things, though. First thing, I wasn't dreaming. That noise actually caused me physical pain in my ears. And second, something was in that doorway of her room. I never again doubted her when she said she saw or heard something. And for the rest of my life, I will never forget those three nights. Wow, Nicholas, that was an absolutely incredible story that you sent to us. Uh, I don't think I've ever been in a haunting situation where noise was so loud that it physically hurt you. I have been at uh, heavy metal concerts, and I've been at firing ranges in the Marine Corps, things like that, where I have been around noise that is so loud that you actually feel it. And I can understand if I wasn't wearing hearing protection, would definitely hurt my ears. But to think that that would go on and the person laying in bed would not wake up or not hear anything, especially after you woke her up specifically to hear that noise, that to me is something that I've never really experienced before. I have heard of instances where with negative entities, people will be subjected to sounds that only they could hear, even with other people in the room. It's actually one of the ways that uh, negative entities cause confusion and disruption within the family members inside of a house that is infested with 
that kind of activity. So that is not unheard of. But I don't know necessarily that you had any kind of demonic or negative activity in this house. For one thing, the only thing that you really talk about being super intense were these noises. And other than that, there was just, you know, some random noises and some things that you see moving out of the corner of your eyes. And for another thing, you don't necessarily talk about having a feeling of malevolence coming from the entity that was standing in the doorway. Now, that's not to say that you weren't feeling like there was some kind of evil intent coming from the doorway. You just don't necessarily mention it in the story. I would definitely be interested in finding out if that was your feeling on it and also what kind of activity your girlfriend at the time experienced specifically. Uh, any of that information, if you care to share with us, would be greatly appreciated. In the meantime, I'm kind of glad that you're not in that situation anymore because anything that could cause sound or any other activity that actually physically hurts us is definitely a situation that you don't want to stay in. So it's a good thing that you guys, I'm assuming, aren't in that house anymore and that you are none the worse for wear afterwards. Thank you very much, Nicholas, for sharing your story. That was absolutely awesome. Well, guys, that is going to do it for this episode of True Paranormal, the podcast. I would like to thank Ben and Brandy and Nicholas for sharing your stories with us. You guys are absolute rock stars. And as always, if you would like to be a rock star and have your story shared on one of our future broadcasts, simply email us at trueparanormalpodcast at gmail.com. That's trueparanormalpodcast at gmail.com. And we will gladly share your story with the world. Also, if you're on Facebook, check us out there at trueparanormal-thepodcast. And also on Twitter at trueparapodcast, uh, I believe is the handle there. Just look for True Paranormal, the podcast, and you'll be sure to find it. We'd love to hear from you guys, and also if you are listening to us on iTunes, be sure to give us a rating and a review if you get a chance. If you don't have a chance to do a review, even if you just give us a rating, that definitely helps. Any kind of review on iTunes bumps us up in their search engine, so that definitely helps us out. We greatly appreciate the guys who have already done reviews. You guys are absolutely awesome, and we would appreciate any future ones that we could get from you folks. Lastly, if you guys are using any kind of podcast app or anything like that, and you're not able to get True Paranormal, the podcast, on that app specifically, let us know because some of the apps we have to actually apply to have the show on there. Other ones, they just automatically feed into it. And we're not really sure which ones are which. I know we're on Podcast Addict and we're on... Uh, believe I know we're on Google Play I don't know if we're on Spotify but if you guys run into any issues with getting the broadcast let us know and we'll do what we can to rectify that in the meantime this is Leo Rizzuti I'd like to thank you guys for joining us this week and every week for that matter be sure to join us again next week for another episode of True Paranormal the podcast mm -hmm.